Welcome back to Strictly Footy Boys. What is this, episode 20? Round four wrap up. I can't believe we are almost into April in the NRL season that we waited so long to start up. Four weeks already down the drain, six if you include trials, but it just keeps getting juicier and juicier by the week. Yeah. Obviously, big talk, Jack Wyden. Um, not not at all related to the round. Jack Wyden um, declining his 900k option for the Raiders, so I think uh, he's good as gone because I don't know if he's going to get that type of money anywhere else. I'll be very interested to, to monitor this situation because, like, like you just said, no one's going to be lining up to sign a 30-year-old Jack Whiten for a million a season. Yep. I think this is more a move about winning as opposed to just a cash grab. Well, I I think the Raiders need to make changes up top first. Because I think so, yes. they have the squad on paper to win football games. Hudson Young, Tim McCog, Chris, very promising. Fogarty and Wine, they look good in the halves. Tarpany. Their forward pack's almost the best in the comp. Yep. One of the best in the comp. They have the team. I think I think Ricky Stewart has to go for this team to continue to grow. Me too. And just with those plays, you'd ex- expect it to be quite a... Uh, not attack heavy team but like kind of like an electrifying team a point like the fast team all that kind of stuff the points on but yeah they just can't anyway we'll get uh, into that a bit later round four a lot of close games it, almost every game was um was close and within basically a try yeah um I thought it was a very entertaining round of footy I thought there was a there's a lot to take away from each game. Uh, I thought I thought we got a good indication of a lot of where a lot of sides are at this round as well. So you know, take us away, bro. We got Thursday night. Uh, Parramatta get their first win of the season, taking down Penrith in Golden Point Thriller, seventeen sixteen. Yeah, this was an absolute cracking game. The first thing I wanted to bring up was the fullback matchup. Yep. Uh, I think both of them, their work rate was incredible. Dylan Edwards would have had 25-plus runs, close to 300 metres, if not over. Gutho, I think, took some outrageous catches because he, he doesn't really get up for the aerial contest. He just takes it and either takes the hit or like goes down straight away with, with the pressure on him. I really liked that. I thought he was everywhere as well. Yep. Um, I, speaking of Gutho... This whole X Factor thing, um, obviously Parramatta looking at bringing in a game breaker. I think that's what they labelled it as, a uh, game breaker. It's very confusing to me. It's confusing, but I guess I understand it in a way. The team is very slow, very slow. Agreed. I think Dylan Brown and Mo, Dylan Brown and Moses probably their quickest players. Yep. And they don't do a lot of running in the footy, especially not Moses. Yeah. So I do understand where they're coming from, but I I think you've got to look towards outside back. Yeah. A winger. You can't center move, or a winger. You can't move Gutho to accommodate this I think center. situation. Because I think they've got Russell and Dunster on the wing, like young kind of prodigy-like players that can fill in there. 
but I'm just not convinced with Wonga Blake in the centres. I liked him as a wing, I, to be honest. I think Penasini has been one of the best centres in the comp to start so this year. So far too. this year. Yeah, 100%. I think he's been amazing. Great defensively. I uh, got a try in the Melbourne game. Not sure he scored since, but yeah, he, he, he's been one of Parramatta's better better players sorry this season so I think I'd look towards an outside back I don't know if with Hodgson on the um, not playing 80 I, I don't know if you can carry a hooker and then another X factor back on the bench yep so um yeah, I, 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 it confuses me why well, Parramatta yeah. would do this. Especially now Brendan Hand's there too, and he, he yeah, was he, he awesome. looks great. I just don't think he can lose his spot either after what we saw. Neither. From from the way he changed the game, the way he impacted the game when Hodgson came off, he basically turned that game on its head, I think. A- agreed. I think Penrith, he had a massive impact. I think even though Penrith were, were down at that point, I think they will look pretty poised to go on with it, but... You know, I think Brendan Hands was immense and power winning. Obviously, he didn't... Well, he scored. Basically, he scored. Yeah. So. And he's work out a dummy half. It's just good service. Great. Yeah. And I was going to talk about this as well. I think... Look, Hodgson individually at the moment is playing pretty good footy, but I just don't know how he fits into the team with Brown and Moses. I think Would Brown you- and Moses are used to just getting good service out of dummy half early ball, whereas Hodgson wants to kind of take over a little bit yeah I think for the fit of the team I heard uh, Bloke and Guru actually talking about this they would have Brennan Hintz starting and then Hodgson to play structured footy at the start and then bring Hodgson on at the end of each half Uh, yeah I don't know I don't know. So you don't see Hodgson as like a structured hooker that's all I see him as really is I see him as a like a guy that doesn't want to sacrifice his impact on the game as much. So I think he wants to have his own plays, get involved as much as he can. Whereas I think Parramatta look better when they have just that service dummy half. Okay. Yeah, well, then I definitely see where you're coming from then. Yeah. But I I wouldn't say Hans better than Hodgson by any means, but... I think, well... Not right now, after one game. As a football player, no. But... In terms of fit, probably. Yeah, fit for the probably team, the exactly. Moment, yeah. That's that's what I was going to say. I had that in my notes as well. Um, the other thing with Parramatta is Moses, I thought his kicking game was great. Yeah. Um, I'd still like to see other parts of his game. We still need to see that. Uh, and people always talk about Moses' running game is improving, but I just don't see it at the moment. I think it is. I just don't think he's running enough. No, I don't um, think so. I was going to say, he kicked over a 1,000 metres. But that was a record, wasn't it? I that think so. I, I can't... I, I remember DC kicked 700 last year, and they were saying it's one of the best kicking performances they've yeah. ever seen. Um, ridiculous, hey? Parramatta at one point in the game, I'm not sure what they ended up with, but they had 39 of 41 completions. Yeah, they, they played out of their skin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, middle forwards, I thought, were insane. Paulo yeah. and RCG yep. both ran... 
250-ish metres. Hopgood too. Hopgood as well. Um, ridiculous work. Hopgood made as well 53 tackles, missed four. And mm. Madison made 58 tackles and missed two. And Hosking made 55 and didn't miss one. 54. Yeah, 54, 55, didn't miss one. I was going to get into that yeah, later yeah, as well. Yeah, he was awesome. Sorry. He was awesome. Yeah, I, I think that, that was definitely... I wouldn't say it's a forwards game because a lot of the backs actually did get involved, especially for Penrith. But, well, uh, those are some stats to yeah. start the game. It's just good, good structured footy from both sides, I think. Speaking on um, Hosking, do you think... When he uh, filled in for Brisbane last year over Origin period and whatnot, he filled on the left. So he's played left before. Yep. Um, do you think he could get that spot over Garner? Because I, I think Garner's been solid, but if Hosking's going to pull those performances out every week, then you have no other choice but to start him. Oh, I would be tempted to leave Liam Martin out another week. To see how it goes. To see Hosking again. Who have they got this week? Um, let me have a look. Because Martin was a 50-50, so I, I think he'd be healthy to go, healthy and ready to go. Which I don't few... know if you leave him out. but Yeah, but he's had a few little injuries this year, so that's kind of concerning me a little bit. They have Canberra this week. Yeah, I'd leave him out. Just, just, just actually, for that opportunity. Could you see? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, actually, because they need him on that edge to defend against Hudson Young. Yeah, it, it's... I mean, Hosking had a very good defensive. He, he did, but, but, he, but let's let's be honest. I, if he's healthy, he goes. He Bryce plays. Cartwright versus Hudson. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um. All right, man. That's a really tough question. I think Garner's got that spot at the moment. I think Hosking has to have a spot on the bench. Yeah, that's and a no-brainer. I don't think Salmon's been bad, but I think after that game, you kind of have to give Hosking a chance. They're, they're in a, well, Sonny Luke's going to be out. For 11 days. So salmon takes utility role? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. See how that goes. Yeah, I can Sonny, say, it, Sonny say Luke, it, to be honest. Sonny Luke's... Uh, he's gone off twice now, I think, in the last couple of games with injuries. I think he's on 11-day stand-down. Yeah, he is now, yeah. but I think the game before that, he didn't really play many minutes either. Fair enough. I think he got hurt or something. I'll double-check that. But yeah, um, I have a talking. Are you are you done with your notes? I got, got two more. Two more, yeah. So um, I thought Pen- the Penrith wingers, their work rate, especially off the early runs in the set, was very good. I think Taruva did he hit 300 meters? Oh, uh, he was definitely close. Had high twenties in runs. Same thing with Toll as well. Um, I thought they were great. Uh, hang on, Taruva. If bro, I don't know. yeah, three nineteen. And my other note is, I'm not going to make this into a segment, but I'm going to be watching this each week. Jake Arthur watch this week, twenty one runs. So it's so a down from thirty something. That's but twenty one runs for ninety eight meters. I just don't think that can be right. You're looking at cop. Oh my days! It is ninety six meters. That's. Four and a half, five, no, four and a half-ish metres a run. Yeah, that's a bit interesting. Last game as well, it was very similar. Yeah. Two tries this, though. Oh, yeah, he, he played all right. I'm just looking at his running games. Um, why are you running so much? He's got six tries, six, four games this year. I know. I'm not saying he's been bad. It's just questionable running tactics. Same yeah. as last game. Okay. Even last game, he wasn't bad. Yeah. But he had 30-something runs, so... Uh, they got Dejan Arcee signed in the centres down there. 
Yeah. That's odd. Anyway, that your notes? That's all my notes done for that So, game. the talking point that I've got from this game is uh, a moment that people have been talking about all week, but in milking every single inch out of it. And my question is, is Nathan Cleary's kick really a top-cotch moment that we've ever seen in? I can't say. I, I can't say. It's the top, um, maybe top 10 that I've seen. I can't. Maybe not all time. The fact I'll, that they didn't end up going on to win probably hurts a little bit. But so, so, I think the shot it's in itself was incredible. So, I've seen Adam Reynolds do it against the Tigers. He kicked one. It wasn't in the last couple of seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kicked one. Jackson Hastings mm-hmm. kicked a 40 meter, 40 meter one at Combank on yep. Easter Monday to win the game. Yep. Tigers' first win of the season against Para, eventual grand finalist. Um, We're talking just field goals or clutch moments? I'm general? talking clutch moments because they've been the, saying the this origin is a clutch try winner uh, a few years ago. Which one? Tedesco scores, yeah. Ferguson down the sideline. Michael Morgan. And yeah, I was going to say, 2015 grand final. So that's already a lot better. I wouldn't say Reynolds is over it. I'd have Cleary's over that one. But C- Cleary's oh, just the kick because I think a lot of it as well is to do with the kick for touch as well. He found it perfectly where exactly yeah. where he needed it. And then he kind of had to... The angle on it was tough as well. It wasn't like he was in the middle of the field. And that there was heaps of pressure on him. I think that's where the greatness comes from. But I wouldn't I'd say it's one of the top of all yeah. time. Listen, it was a great play. It was a great play, but they lost. So yeah, you know, it only gave you an extra three minutes on the field. Yep. So you know, you got to weigh that up. I think there's definitely been better moments. Agreed. Uh. Next game, Storm versus the Tigers, 6 p.m. on Friday. The Storm end up beating them at Amy Park, 24 to 12, in a game where I did tip the Tigers to win. Uh, early on, I was like, "Hang on, here we go!" Like, yeah, they're in for a bit of a dogfight here, and then all of a sudden, 20 minutes in, within 20 minutes, Melbourne just blow it open. Um, what have What have you got from it? Because, but honestly, Look, I. I had a lot of choice words. Again, the Storm, they don't seem like where they should be. I know Munster came back in and he's definitely improved them from their loss against the the Dogs and the Titans, but I still don't think they are where they should be. Pezet was good, so it's not like you can blame Hughes being out. And I know they've got a, a few other guys out like Nelson, Pappenhausen, but I just... I think they're missing... They're missing something this year, whether that's Kafusi or Bromwich, and or maybe we underestimated the impact. Or well, I think I've seen enough from Eli Katoa to. I think he's been great as well. I think he's been awesome. My next, my next note here is Eli Katoa. He, he looks great with Peza. Um, he was looking good with Hughes. He had two try assists. I thought he was great. Yeah, he tore shreds down that edge as well. Mhm. Hundred percent agreed there. Um. And I just said Jonah Pezza is there'll be clubs going after him. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense because Hughes and Munster are locked up forever. Yeah, Pezza's not going. Pezza, Pezza's not getting a chance in that team unless it, there's injuries. I think. I think. Yeah, I was telling you, he's about 26 by the time. Yep. Um, there'll be a team willing to offer him yeah. a six or a seven position that he, he that I think he should take if if oh, given yeah. a chance. Oh yeah. Um. My talking point 
first half, 22-6 in favour of Melbourne. Second half, 6-2 in favour of the Tigers. What do you... What do you take from a Tigers perspective? What do you take away from that? I think it's a positive that you won the half, but just you got to play eighty minutes of football. Like you yeah. can't. We saw this against the Dogs last week, uh, the week before. Sorry, you can't play fifteen or twenty minutes spurts of footy. You got to play the full eighty, and you got to play at full intensity, especially against teams like Melbourne, who are known to grind out games. Yep. Um, I think the fact that they show they can hold an attacking side like Melbourne, who have scored a, a, a good chunk of points in the first couple of rounds. Even without Munster. Even without Munster. 34 against the Titans. To, to two points in the second half, I think that's an encouraging sign. Um, I think there's I think there's a lot to take out of it, especially the John Bateman. Just, he is a monster. Um oh. Yeah, I, I know I told you this earlier and you disagree, but I think Bateman needs to play lock. Nah. I think he, he needs his hands on the ball as much as possible. He gets his hands on the ball a lot. He had about 15 runs. Just get, put him in the middle of the field. Yeah. Let him do what he does best. Maybe maybe toward the back and, end of the season. And I, I think it helps because I don't think you have a legitimate lock. Whereas I think Kepa well, or Implore are good on the we edge. Got, we got Matamua. We got Matamua. And I mean, if you're going to play Matt Miller, I'm not. Sure. I'm not against Bateman playing lock. I think Fenua Pole's done enough to keep his spot, to be honest. But I'm not against it. Moving IPAP back to his right edge and putting Kepa on the left at the left second row. Mm-hmm. I would 100% do that. 100%. But again, you got to. What do you think about Brooks? Yeah, I look. I like to defend him, but I didn't think he had the greatest again. No, he was probably the worst player on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know the poor the poor blokes had slander for his whole career. So you know, there's no point in me seeing harping on about it. Um, you know, I, I there are a lot of players who didn't impress me. I don't. I didn't think Wakem was all that. Um, you know, Naden was quiet. Do you go back to Laurie at fullback and Dewey in the halves? Um, look, I was. Um, yep. I was pro Could. that after the game, but you know, I think you can't just throw you can't just throw a halves combination like this out there um, and not let give, it and not let it gel. Yeah. You got to give it, it, even if you lose for the next couple games, like, yep. at least you try because, you know, this season, I know people had high ambitions saying the Tigers are going to make the eight, the Tigers are going to do this, do that. The disrupted preseason they had with all the injuries and stuff, they really never got to gel as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Is, is Jareem injured? No, he's not eligible till round but 10. I was just thinking because Laurie... Uh, played New South Wales Cup fullback. Yeah. So either Jareem's just not going to have, he have his time. Maybe to, he was. I don't know. I would have Simpkin back uh, in as well. He looks good. I did hear whispers. In New South Wales Cup. I did hear whispers he was going to be back in. And uh, another player that looks really good was Stafford Toa. Yeah, but the, so the issue with with Stafford, not with Stafford is, but with the, the first grade team at the moment is that I don't I don't see any reason to drop Naden or Kepa. Naden's been very good. I thought Kepa did was awesome as well on the weekend. I wouldn't drop Kepa. I'd just have him in the second row. Yeah, but listen, I I, I get it, but 
I love him as a center, and I think he prefers to play center than second row. And to have a big body like him at center is something we haven't heard in in quite yep. some time. So what happens when Talau comes back then? You gotta play for your spot. I don't think he did enough in the first two yeah. rounds to to have cemented that center spot. If Kepa was playing better, and yeah. if Naden is playing better and they're creating more, then unfortunately that's just how it goes. Yeah, that's fair and enough. And I'm a big fan of Talau, but that's uh, that's just first grade footy. Yep. Broncos vs Dolphins, the Battle of Brisbane. It was intense, very heated. Eighteen uh, twelve, it finished. What were your takeaways? The Broncos roster on paper is one of the best in the comp, quite easily, and oh, not not easily the best in the comp, but it, it, it's right up there. And um, I think on their day, and when they're playing good. Um, it, they're almost impossible to stop. You saw they beat Penrith. Um, you saw how they piled it on against the Dragons um, last round. And then the Cowboys went when they were on. But I think the problem with the Broncos now is that they're not putting it together for 80 minutes. And they're a young team and they're making a, a few mistakes in game. Um like even against the Dragons, you saw they won forty to eighteen. But I'd say for the first seventy minutes of the game, the Dragons actually were the better team before and led most of the game before the Broncos put on four tries in eight minutes or, or whatever ridiculous thing they did. Um, and then you look at um, the Dolphins game; they lost Sean O'Sullivan. Um, partway through the game, Isaiah Katoa was out. Um, they, they don't have Felice Kafusi, and Tessie New went off halfway through the game. Uh, oh no, I don't think he went off, but he, he could barely walk. He's out for four weeks now, um, and to only come away with a eighteen twelve win against the Dolphins is actually quite disappointing. Um, so at the moment I'm not too sure about the Broncos I think they need to work on uh, putting it together for 80 minutes of footy but um, yeah I was actually quite disappointed in them so yeah uh, 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 that's the takeaway I had from that game Um, start from the Broncos uh, just again they had 46% possession and completed at 67% hey sure the Tigers you're looking at that it that comes is our first win, lads. Mate, hey. and the Tigers, here's another stat. Tigers have won their last four against the Broncos. Come on, boys. So it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But yeah, like I said, the Broncos, I think they got outplayed by Dragons for 70 minutes of the game. And yeah, and well, the Dolphins, like I said again, O'Sullivan went down. Tessie New could barely walk. Katoa was out. Kafusi's out. Yep. They're nine. They started Mason Teague at nine, I think. And they yeah. still came out and played and gave it to the Broncos. So, yeah, I was quite disappointed in them there. Yeah. Um, my takeaway? You good with your notes? Oh, no, I'll keep going on. I thought Haas was very good again. Yeah. thought he was one of their best players. Um, I did just want to say their depth right now, their, outside, their, their back depth is, yeah. is crazy. Jock yeah. Madden has, I think, six tries in three cup games and, mm-hmm. like, nine line-break involvements. Uh, Dean Mariner scored four. 
with eight tackle breaks this week. Um, who was the other one that I was looking at that ha- had an incredible game? Um, Josh Rogers is their next is their next backup half down after Madden. He had four try assists and 170 meters as a half. Far out. Yeah. Then they've still got Jesse Arthur's playing yeah. great. So yeah, I, I I like what I see from the Broncos on paper. I just they just need to um, close the gap between their their best best parts of the game and worst parts. Yeah. Um, my takeaway was the Dolphins' depth. Is it severely underrated or not? Um, coming into the season, no. But I think their system and their coaching is is very good, and they're looking a lot better than what they would have on their teams last year. Yep. So if Jared Wallace stays at the Titans, he's not playing like he is now at the Dolphins. No, I don't think, etc. I think I don't think it's underrated. I think it's fine how it is rated. Like, you know, if a Wayne Bennett team usually plays with the next man up mentality anyway. Uh, we saw that yep. with Taff, obviously, when he fell in for trail. We've seen it plenty of times. Um, but I think people have to settle down about the Dolphins. I'm not taking anything away from them, but people are going to get severely disappointed when the middle of the season hits and we're kind of seeing them having to rely on more of their depth uh, rather than you know consistently having their starting 17 yep. there. Obviously, we've seen Sullivan's gone down, yeah, uh, JMK. I, I think that's a massive loss. Yeah, JMK, Isaiah Katoa, they're still being tested already. So I think we've got to settle down on the all the Dolphins chat. Um not settled down, you know, still they've been awesome to start this season. Um heaped the praise on them, but I think we gotta we gotta we gotta give them a few more games till we can really assess, you know, if they're for real. Agreed. Moving on to the Cowboys versus the Titans at Queensland Country Bank Stadium, I believe it was at. Um the Cowboys take this one twenty four twelve, but not impressively at all. Yeah, I I actually thought the Titans were the better team, and I thought the Titans were going to win, but unfortunately they lost Brimson and Four in, in the matter sure. of about five minutes yeah. at the twenty minute mark. They almost played the whole game without him. So, um, but yeah, Titans showed me a lot more that game. I thought to uh, in that position to only lose by twelve points is it, it was very good from them. I thought Tino again. Was amazing. Two hundred and twenty-two meters was just—he's just a very good leader on the field, and I, I honestly think he'll end up captain in Queensland and maybe Australia one day. Yeah, but um, yeah, I thought David Fafita was incredible as well. Two try assists, just just looked like an absolute beast. Uh, just about Fafita, I think he's been amazing this year. I think he has too because he's not—he's—he's he's past first now. Yep, he's he's so much, he's so selfless now to where he used to catch the ball and just try to fend off ten players and try to run through the whole line, run through the whole. But now he's just using the gravity that he draws and yep. the amount of attention that he draws to hit Cam Pereira, who yep. no one's exactly catch. had two tries this as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's been so much better being unselfish and looking at his outside options. You know, I think. Um, Brian Kelly has been good in his first couple of games back as well. Um, mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been very impressed with the Titans uh, this season, and they were definitely very, very unlucky not to take this one with the two points. 
Yeah, I'm very interested to see how that back line looks with Jojo Fafeta coming back and Ken Marmalo being signed. I don't think Mama I think Marmalo is just there for depth, to be honest. I don't we could see, see your name this week, though. I, w- I w- don't think that's outlandish. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you think they line up this week with... Uh, oh, no, they got the- a buy. Oh, they, they do yeah, too. They got a buy, so. I was going to say, the obvious option is Jaden Campbell for both Foran yeah. and Brimson. Yeah. So I think I, I would have said Toby Sexton yeah, comes into the halves. So. Yeah, probably. But um, yeah, like you said, they're, they're, they've got a buy, so... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter too much. Um, talk, my talking point. Were the Cowboys spared, and we already touched on a little bit, were the Cowboys spared in this one by the AJ and Foz injuries? Yes. I think the Titans would have gone on to win that, and I picked the Titans to go on and win that. I think they could have actually won comfortably. Me too. I just think they they lost a lot of their creativity um, when Foz and AJ did leave the field. Um, I don't even know who went to six. Did like Aaron Clark go to six, I think? I don't know. I I'm don't know. Yeah, dead serious. I, I've got no idea. I've got no clue. Um, I am very impressed with Cam Pereira as well to start this year. I think he's been awesome. He had a yep. very bad game. The first game, it was a bit of a welcome to first grade against the Tigers. Yep. Um, but since then, he's been lightning. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to South versus Manly. Bunnies take it 13-12 in memory of John Sattler. Mate, they won all eight grades as well. Bunnies? Yeah. Far out. Um, Manly first loss of the season. Yeah. How did you take this one? Uh, there's going to be a lot of talk about uh, different factors, which we'll get into later, but... Um... <laughs> Quite simply, Manly had a a lot of a, a chunk of possession right on South's line, and they, they just didn't convert as well as they could have. Um, they made a, a few crucial mistakes. Cooler missing it over the line, which I mean, granted he had an MCL injury, he was playing on that. So, um, and obviously Josh Alloyes drop ball, yeah, third tackle, start of golden point, but um. Yeah, I just don't think Manly took their chances. I, I don't think you got too much to worry about if you're a Manly fan. I think they still showed up and played all right against one of the premiership heavyweights. But, yeah, uh, that's all I've got to take away from Manly as a whole. I thought this was being Cody Walker's by far best game. This by season. far. Um, I think we said we literally said this um, when we were on the last Tuesday pod, we said whoever halves, whoever's halves shows up in this game, they will win. And I thought... To be fair, I didn't think Manly's halves were bad. No, but I thought South's halves were better. Cody Walker took over. And Ilias won them a game. Exactly. So we we, hey, we called that. Yeah. We called that. Um, their halves literally won them the game. Literally won them a game. Agreed, because I don't think there was many other standouts no, on oh, South's team. I South were poor. To be honest. Really? I, I, I didn't think they were that bad. No, no, I don't think they were poor. I think their middles were good. Yep. The lack of depth that they had, I thought their middles were good. But I'm not seeing enough from their edges. Like, apart from Campbell Graham... I think Kalama Tungy's been good. I no, think he had I'm, an off I'm game. Talking, I'm, talking but... about, I'm talking about, like, wingers centers. Wingers centers, how oh. silky that edge attack yep. normally... Has AJ even scored this year? He scored one. He scored yep. one um, against the Roosters. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So, I haven't really and been a fan of... We, we, we've had high raps on Isaac Thompson for a while. I don't think yeah. he's 100% come into his own yet. No. On, no, a, no. on a south right edge, it's actually been pretty good. So Yeah. Yeah, it's very, It's just really interesting for me. Yeah. Um, I, one more thing I wanted yeah. to say. 
Tolu Kula, I think he said the injury happened in the 30th minute. Yeah. Could have easily come off, stayed on and played. Didn't didn't, didn't tell anyone Yeah. that he heard it and then t- told them after the game. So it's a bit devastating for him, but props him to, po- yeah. to playing on it, especially when his main attribute is speed and yeah. agility. Yeah. And he diffused that um, last like ditch kick by Cook right yeah. in the game. I, I did think in that moment, like I didn't think, oh, okay, he's injured, but I thought he's he wasn't running that slow. quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, my talking point, obviously... Did that forward pass call decide the game? We agree on this. We both agree that it probably wasn't a forward pass, but it didn't cost Manly the game. Look, I don't think it was a forward pass, but but it's not like it was two metres backwards. It yeah. looked like he threw it. Like If you look at the angle that they showed the side... It went the forward, but he passed it back. Yeah. But, so it's not horrendous. But like, it's not the worst call I've ever seen in my life. And... Tommy wasn't over the line. No. And there was defence in front of him. This is what we've been saying. Latrell was there and he only stopped running because of the whistle. Now... Exactly. Latrell could miss that tackle. What if Tommy drops the ball? Like, we don't even know they score in that sequence. Yep. There is so many more factors that contribute to that. I think he probably gets tackled, quick play the ball, Manly probably score in the corner. Yep. But then... You don't know what happens for the rest of the the rest of the game. Like maybe that flips south and then they fire up mm-hmm. and start scoring more points. Maybe Manly runs away with it. Maybe you know. Maybe it does go to go on point anyway. Yep. Like you can't say that a call in what the first half it was. Yeah. Decided the game. There's yeah. still another forty it, minutes. If you decide, if one call is deciding your whole game, you didn't do enough to win. Exactly. I, and, I think and calls come and go around. You sometimes get good ones. You sometimes get bad ones. No, that's just how it is. It's a perfect example. Reagan Campbell Gillard's try against Manly. Yeah, forward pass. Yeah, which was which was which was backwards. That was even even more backwards. Calls, than Parker's. Yeah, I agree. Calls come and go. It didn't cost Manly the game. I'm sure they won't be too annoyed about it. I don't think Seabold was going off in the press conference or anything like that. So you got to you got to take them and move on. Yeah, you got to take them and move on. Uh, moving on to the first Sunday game, the Warriors take down the Dogs 16-14 at Mount Smart Stadium. I saw a lot that I like from the Warriors. All I want to say is we're geniuses. Well, we we are genuinely the only people that I know that weren't like our oh, Warriors are yeah. be contenders yeah. for the spoon this year. The whole time we were like, Warriors have easily had like the third best off season. And you got Fox League or something putting them seven eighth. Yeah, a few podcasts I saw putting them because they lost like Reese Walsh. Yeah, Reese Walsh has been awesome for Brisbane. Don't get me wrong, but the Warriors have a team now. Yep. They have a full team, and this is what people underestimate. And I think this is what we saw is that they constructed, just like the Titans, they constructed a team. They filled the holes that they needed. They needed a fullback because they lost Reese Walsh. Mm-hmm. They needed a, ru- a running six next to Sean Johnson with yep. Tomato Martin. They needed more forward depth because, you know, they were getting slim in the front row, so they played Mitch Barnett there. They needed some more enforcers and, you know, hard-nosed defenders, so they brought Nia Corey and Jackson Ford, who has been outstanding. Been great. And that's allowed people like Sean Johnson and Wade Egan... To, to play that re- game. Like, to break out of that whole mould that they had last year and play so much better off the back of it. Mm-hmm. And, you I know, now they got Dylan Walker on the bench too. Like, yep. how did people say that as, like, a C off-season? Yep. Like, it was it was quite easily... Uh, you know, people say Tigers are last, but Tigers had a good off-season, right? Yep. People they brought in. It was quite easily, like, top three. Easily. 
after Tigers and Bulldogs, I think. Um, it was, it's yeah. not like they've just and had Titans, an easy and run. And Titans, top four. Yeah. Top four. It's not like they've just had an easy run either. The Jackson Fords missed a game. Nickel Clocks, that went off halfway through one yep. and missed a game. Um, I'm not sure if Watane Zelezniak gets back in. We'll see today. But um, And look, I'm not going to he, lie. He's missed four games. If, if uh, you know, if they got the rub of the green against the Roosters, yeah. they could be 4-0. Wait, sorry, Wade Egan missed the game as well. Yep. Metcalf still out. It's not. It's not like it's been easy. DW's, Mitch Barnett. DWZ hasn't played. Yeah, that's what I said. Mitch oh, said Barnett that, yeah. was out. They've lost. So, I, I think Nia Corey missed the game too, or missed uh, some part of a game. He got yeah. taken out. So it's, it's been it's been good from the Warriors. I want to talk about the Bulldogs for a second. Um, I, they just really disappointed me. Uh, they really disappointed me, especially, um, you know, how good they were against the Tigers. Um, it seems like that last 15 minutes that they play where they got kind of blitzed yep. carried on to Mount Smart. Now, they weren't horrendous because the game was still close, but, you know, I think the Warriors should have and could have won by a lot more. Yeah, I agree. And it's another team that we predicted well. Yeah. Because we said Bulldogs, they're obviously going to improve, but they're, gonna be but up they're, st- they're still a few years away. They're going to be up and down. They're it's not going to be top I, four, top eight this year. I don't think Viliami Kikau has been very good to start this year. I'm not going to say he's been poor, but yep. for the 750-800 that he's on, you know, you could yeah. say that about a lot of players. You could yep. say about a lot of players. You could say IPAP hasn't lived up to that. You could say... Um, 600K. It's a bit yeah. different. I know, but still, like he's a star signing, you know what I mean? I think Reed Martin has by far been the superior signing um, for the Dogs so far. Uh, I think Hayes Perham has looked a lot better in recent weeks. Um, I think that, you know, there's, there's a lot of pressure on Kyle Flanagan this week, I think, because they need a second. They need another half to step up with Burton. Burton can't just be doing everything. Yep, agreed. Okay, so my takeaway was, which which technically did decide the game, was Reed Marnie obstructed or not? Ah, oh, this is a tough. Cl- I want to hear your your opinion first. Okay, so by by the rule of the obstruction, if you hit a man's inside shoulder, it it is an obstruction, right? Now, to me, again, this is the problem with the NRL rules because it's all up to interpretation. To me, it looked like Reid Marnie wasn't really committed to a tackle. It didn't really look like he was committed to a tackle. Now. I don't know if you guys have ever stood behind a 120kg, 6 foot 5 front rower, but you can't really see much, <laughs> right? You can't you can't really see much. So Adam Fanua Blake in front of Ray Marnie is like standing in front of the Great Wall of China. You're not really going to see around him. Yep. Now, if, if you just take that off what I just said, if you just take that and run with it, then his vision was obstructed. So Reid Marnie is obstructed. Now, I've seen a lot of different difference in opinions. I saw Gus Gould even come out and say that it wasn't an obstruction. I think, regardless... Again, we said this the same about the Latrell and Tommy thing with the four pass. Regardless if Reid Marnie saved the try or not, he still didn't have the opportunity to try and save it. Okay. And that is why I'm kind of leaning towards the fact that it was an obstruction. Okay. Now, he was a fair distance away from Sean yep, Johnson. Yep, yep. But, again, this is what we're saying. We never know because he never had the opportunity. Yep. And the way Fanua Blake just ran through the line, 
I don't know. It just it looked a bit sketchy to me. I've seen plenty of those being called back for obstruction. That's all I'm going to say. We need some consistency. If they want to call that every single week as a try and play on, then that's fine. I'm happy. I'm happy to yep. let that go. But the fact that they want to chop and change every week, what's an obstruction and what's not, is where I where the problem lies. My verdict is, I loved the call. It's more like like five, ten years ago, that's never called obstruction. Yeah. I love the call because it's a common sense call, and uh, that's the way I, I like obstruction. Well, I would like obstruction to be called like it was a few years ago. If he's obviously going to get there, I mean, if the guy's obviously going to score a try, it shouldn't be called obstruction. But if there's a chance that he gets there, which I, I really don't think Marnie was ever getting there that it's called back. Kind of like a penalty try. Yeah. If he's obviously going to score it, it's a penalty try. If there's chance, if, if there's players around him, then sure, call the obstruction. But based off the rule book and based off how it's been called the last one or two years, it's, a, it's an obstruction. But this is a problem, right? Because I feel like NRL rules are just so up to interpretation of the referees and it shouldn't be like that. It should be black and white. This is an obstruction and this is not. If he hits his inside shoulder... Then yeah, it's an obstruction. If he stops in the line, it's an obstruction. If yep. if the the defending player is attempting to make a tackle, that's a defensive decision. You can tell when someone's trying to make a tackle. You can tell. Like I I think oh, I'm not sure how credible this is, but I heard somewhere that Ray Money said he was going for Fenua Black. Oh well, then it's done. <laughs> but <laughs> then we can move on to the next game. <laughs> but I don't. I think. Gus Gould said that. Said that Marnie told him he was going for Fenor Blake. Well, oh, it depends. Well, if he said whether that, whether Gus is making it up. Yeah, I don't think Gus would lie about something like that. Yeah, if it was Paul Kent, then maybe. But. Yeah, if it was Hoops, if that was Hoops' latest mail, then yeah, I could 100% get behind it. But <laughs> no, I'll believe Uncle Gus there. So, I mean, I can't. I got to say, no, it's no obstruction then. If he said he's going for Fenor Blake. Got to be happy with it. But a black and white rule book. Black it's and an white. Obstruction. Black and Based white. on consistency, it should be a yeah. construct, um, obstruction. But, but I, I like the call. Whatever. Knights versus Raiders. Now, this is one of the bigger upsets. Uh, I don't think anyone expected the Knights to take this one. Um, 24-14, the Knights win at McDonald Jones. The thing I I think this was more of a Raiders loss than it was a Knights win. I put, but Matt, mate, I, I saw a lot of positives in that Knights team. Let me, that that was just about what I was about to say. That back five, everyone was like they dropped Dom Young. What a stupid decision! That was the best their back fives looked all year. Agree. Um, I thought bro, Marju. Marju was incredible. He made our team of the week, first week back. 300 metres, 10 tackle breaks, two tries. Like, the bloke didn't stop. And, you know, if if that's what you're dropping Dom Young for, then, you know, I can't really argue with it. Agree. You won. I thought Gagai was very good as well. Amazing. And to me, Lachlan Miller is finally seeming to understand rugby league offence. Mate... I think he's going to explode in this. I think games. he will too. Like, I think he will too. And a lot. <laughs> I, I'm going to bring it to Supercoach for the first time this episode. He's goal kicking now as well. And he didn't kick too bad. I, I think he got two bad. of five, but he, he, the most of them were in the corner. Like, yeah. I mean, look. 
and almost that that X factor that he has as well. He's kind of unorthodox. Yeah, can do anything at any time. You got to be ready for everything, and then it like just the opens bo- up the attack. Why you played eleven that. games of first grade? Mm-hmm. Like, I saw that the other day, and I was like, you know, the way we were talking about him when the Knights initially signed him, saying like he could be he could be the missing piece, like he could be the the final you know piece that they're looking to kind of make this whole team work yeah. the fact we were talking about that after he played like what six or seven games just showed like everyone could see the ability in him it was just whether you know he clicked with everything else and I think I, I mean don't call this overreaction right but the Knights have been far better I, oh, look you add Ponga back into this team but how because I don't think Gamble's been Bad. I, I think he's been serviceable, but obviously Ponga, Ponga and Gamble are two completely different players. Like we yeah. don't know what it'll look like. I think Lockie Miller looks way more engaged when it's Gamble and not Ponga. So it's just really about how they gel once Ponga does come back. But he's away for quite a, quite some time now in Canada. Yep. So I um, be nice I wouldn't be surprised if KP misses the season. I hope not. I hope not, but I'm going to be honest. I hope um, not, but I also hope so because, like, his health has to be number one priority at this point. And is this the talking point of this game? Okay. No, okay. Well, my, I'll, I'll say my point on it then. Oh, uh, you say it. Um, it's it's going to be extremely hard to fit Ponga back into the same because obviously putting him in the halves is putting him at a higher risk of a head injury like this. So you almost have to move him to fullback. But, but then you got Lachlan Miller who's absolutely killing it. The Knights look so much better with him at fullback and the way he's playing. And you promised him that spot. And Gamble's looking a great fit for the team at six. That ball he threw to Marge was beautiful. I was going to say, maybe you move Gamble to 13, but that that depends on how Adam Elliott comes into the team. Oh, mate. If Adam Elliott doesn't... Like, no no offence to Kurt Mann, right? I thought he did his job. But if Elliott does not start at 13 for his team, like, he could add another level to them. Yeah, I don't understand how you you don't start him. Like, <laughs> anyway, um, just my other note. I saw no positives for the Raiders outside of Joe Tarpany. And Hudson Young, I thought was pretty good too. Joe Tarpany, eighteen runs for two hundred and forty meters. Yeah, a hundred plus post contact meters. They are dying to get Savage back. Agree. Don't I think I. You know what? I, I don't even is, think he'll make that much of a difference, to be honest. No, I think this is underrating how much of an impact he has. You reckon? Yeah, I think we're going to see a different, complete. Because no knock on Seb Chris, but he's not a fullback. 100%. As soon as you get someone that can possess the fullback qualities, your whole your whole team will shift. Yep. And I think Savage's X factor alone, and you know they were missing Fogarty as well. Yep. We, we've seen. Does. I have two talking points for this game. They're both Canberra. They're both Canberra. Mm-hmm. I want to say this one first. Is this going to sound like an overreaction? Is I know White's White and Tarpany everything is probably their mo- their best players. Fogarty is their most valuable player because this team without him looks a completely different side with him. He's their most consistent player, and he's their most structured player. I, I, I could see it. I think I could see him being the most valuable. I think he's the key to this team. To whether that, We saw last year, they were struggling all year. Fogarty comes in, they make the finals. Beat Melbourne. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He uh, just plays such solid footy. He's and just, he's like a glue guy. I don't think that, anyone really rated him as well when the Canberra Raiders signed him. And I was no, kind not of really. saying, like, hang on. Like, we Titans could, just got rid of him. 
Yeah, for Sexton. And now Sexton's not even playing. You're right. Yeah, bro, I'm good. Pub in his mouth. Ugh, the fuck. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) what other talking point? Don't know what's in the chips these days, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Thins, bro. Thins, come get your boy, dog. Um, Ricky's job is it in jeopardy? I think the because he's a Canberra legend. No, probably not. But any other should it be? Yes. It's like they've been should have been for the last three years. I was gonna say they've been mediocre for three years, and there's been not a peep. That he could be in trouble. Yep. The final game of Sunday, the Dragons versus the Sharks. In a game, the Dragons initially led 8-6, finishes 40-8 to in favour of the Sharks. Oh, I don't think we have many notes for this. It's just Nico Hines. Look. The bloke is just a machine. Dragons fans, if you're listening to this podcast, I want to direct you back to every other podcast we talked about the Dragons. And just listen to that. I don't think we need to put any other notes on the Dragons at the moment. Ben Hunt also was just pretty poor. Copy, paste, everything we said back then. Did G up a little $3.50 multi though, so it was fine. It was fine. Not $3.50. Picked all the try scorers. Cool. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, Hines was obviously great in return. Uh, um, in his return, I, I honestly thought there was a chance he didn't play. Yeah. Um, seems like Trindle had an ankle injury because uh, he's on casualty ward list. And this is yours? Yeah, me and Dad's. What'd you pick? Hudson Young, Gagai, Ben Hunt, Will Kennedy. That was 300 bucks. How much did you put on it? It was paying 60. Okay. So you put five on it. A yeah, bonus bet, bro. Fair enough. Far out. Little Sunday Good night little win. Um, my other note was the Sharks' right edge attack, uh, the right edge version of South's left edge attack. Yeah. Hines, Nikora's in great I think, form. I think Nikora. Am I ready to put him in that top five second row discussion yet? No. Bro, he's so good. Like he's he it, is amazing. I'll tell you. I'll tell you where I have him. I'll tell you where I have him. Because I think so. Who have you got first? If you got first, look, look, that's look. a tough conversation now. He could easily, easily be in that top five conversation if he continues to play the way he's playing. So, so I don't have a big enough sample size yet. I've definitely moved him up though. Yeah, I'll give you in no order. I'll give you the names I've still got above him. Do you have? Can you give me the order of your second rounds? No, because I haven't updated them okay. in like four weeks. All right. Okay. All right. But th- these guys, I would, I would still ju- like have over him. Mm-hmm. Maybe not just this season, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, as a, yeah, as a yeah, whole. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. IPAP. Yep. Dave Fafita. Yep. Nanai. Yep. Kaloma Tungi. Yep. Halmole. Yep. Liam Martin. Yep. Kikau. Yep. Crichton. Yep. Bateman. Yep. And Madison. All right, I'm not taking Maddo over him. I'm taking Sean Lane. You take Lane over him? I've Lane just below him. Mm, no, I actually wouldn't. And then, and then there's Hudson Young that, there as well. I'm taking so, Hudson so Young. So I have him 11th. I have Hudson Young just below him. Um, I wouldn't have... Uh, what's his name? Because when you think about it, I feel like this happens no, a lot no. in the NRL. I would have Nikora over Nano. Right now? Yeah. Okay. Right now. If they play on the same edge and I'm seeing more production out of Nicker at the moment. Yeah, that's fair enough. You don't realise that sometimes in rugby league, but when you're ranking players, you don't realise how many good players there is in certain positions. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It, you so, especially look at the right second row at the moment. Ellie Katoa, Bateman, 
uh, Nane, I don't even have Kalama, a Tangi, there. Yeah. Homole, uh, Nikara, like near Kore, list just keeps yeah. Liam Martin. Um, the list just keeps going, eh? Yep. Really does. But yeah, I don't have much else to say about sharks. But the, the fact, but this is the, the the thing I was actually thinking about. I've, I've got my talking point too, but. We spoke a lot in the off-season about how the Sharks like to grind out a lot of games. You don't usually see a lot of high-scoring games yep. from them. Uh, they have been pretty high-scoring to start this year. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, I think they've changed a little bit because some of these weapons they've got now... Kennedy's come into form. The lines that Nicker is running is different to last year. Britton Nakora is probably the best line runner in the comp at the moment. Yeah. Uh, he runs such a strong line and that... And what that's doing is that that's creating more space for Ramian, who's looking great this year. Hines, I mean, he's played one game. Their, their depth looks great. Yeah. Trindle was good. Yep. Um, Teague Wilton's looking better than he was last year as well. Yep. It's, it's incredible. The talking point. Is Nico Hines the best player in the comp? Now, he did win the Dallium last year. So, technically, technically, he is. But... Where would you rank him? If you're going off recent form, yes. But if you're going off... If I'm ranking my top 10 players, I don't have Heinz top five at the moment. That is a, that is a big call. I don't have him top five. So, just who, so who have you got over him? No particular order. Who would you have over him? Teddy. Yep. Cleary. Yep. Monster. Oh, yep. Turbo. Probably Turbo on the trail. Nah, Latrell is not about football on Nico Hines. I'm taking Nico Hines over Latrell. I think so at the moment. Just because... Cam Murray I would have over him. Uh, I have Cam Murray in my top 10 too. I wrote it out today. I would have... I had Harry Grant in my Harry top Grant 10. Harry Grant not over him. Probably just under. Yeah, I have him just under Nico. I have Nico 6. Yeah, uh, that's fair enough. Uh, you could... I wouldn't, I wouldn't have... Not not if we're talking right now, I wouldn't have Teddy top five. Yeah, but I'm just talking about as yeah, a whole if currently. Added, yeah, uh, I, I think by the end of the season we could uh, probably be. A main reason being, he's still yet to play Origin or yeah. international or yeah. anything like that. No, he did play for Australia in the World Cup. Did, did he? No, no, no. Clear in DC. No, but he came off the bench. You sure? He says it up. I'm pretty I'm willing confident. to be proven I'm wrong. I'm pretty but. confident. Uh, uh, while you're looking at that, just sporting news. I want to I wanna bring yeah. their website into this. They released their uh, predicted origin lineups today. Oh, yeah. And um, for Queensland, Ruben Cotter was named at lock with Pat Carrigan on the bench. I don't, <laughs> under- I don't understand what is this. this? He said, Go away, bro. Like, he said he wanted to play away. lock one time, and everyone's just chucking out lock away. in their team. No, that's... He hasn't even been better than Carrigan this year. Go away. These guys are flogs. And my second... Uh, the second team, they have Burton at six. Over Luai and Hines. Listen, bro, I'm almost better to turn my mic off. These are just clickbait articles. Are, are, are you, you going to turn it off after this? Yeah. Bench player, Dale Finucan. That is that is that is actually the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, but he did. They did have Kalama Tangi for you, so. Did they have Hamale? Yeah, they did. So how does that work? What? 
Yeah, how does that work? They both play on the same edge. If you're gonna, they had they had them both on the bench with Dale Finucane. Tell me they had Liam Martin in there as well. They didn't. Oh no, they did. Second row. (laughs) Cam Murray, Liam Martin, Isaiah Yo, and then their bench was no, no. Their full name was Whiten. Right. And then their bench was Hamole Kalamatangi and Dale Finucane. Right. I think they left Jake out and they started with Paulo and Haas, which I don't mind, but for Finucane, maybe probably not. No, buddy, Hines didn't play for Australia. I could have sworn he did too. Anyway. Did he possibly, when he was still at the Storm, did he fill in for a maybe. game? Maybe. I don't know. I, but, I could have sworn I've seen him in Aussie just. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say, so... Before, right. we, before we crack in the team, we're just an hour around wrap-up. Yeah, I know. Didn't even feel like that long, to be fair. Yeah, I know. All right, before we um, hop into Teamless, quick intermission, just make sure you're following the Instagram boys, Strictly Footy Pod, you know what I'm saying? Link in bio. Give us a rating, like, review everything. Let us know your comments. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know stuff you'd like us to talk about. Let us know if you'd like us to shut up. Um, you know, whatever, whatever. All right, are we ready for teamless, bro? Yeah, we are. All right, pull up Thursday night, Parramatta versus the Roosters. Uh, so obviously the big talk with the Roosters side is that Joey Manu is out. Suspe- I mean, he's injured and suspended. Yep. So uh, both of them, Drew Hutchinson fills in for him. So the rest of their team is pretty much the same. Tedesco at fullback, two Pompolo on the wing, uh, Suwali and like I said, Hutchinson in the centers. I don't mind that. Kiri and Walker, the halves. Wairia Hargos and Lindsay Collins, the props. Chase starts at nine. Uh, the two Butcher boys at second row, Victor Radley Locke. Turpin's the utility with White. Corey Allen and Fletcher Baker. That is a name I did not expect to say there. Trent Robinson can't fool me. He can't fool me. You think I expect Drew Hutchinson to start and Corey Allen to just be on the bench? He can't fool me. <laughs> Corey Allen will start on game day. I promise you that. Put your house on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's done that for. All right. Parramatta. Gutho starts at fullback with Sebo and Simonson on the wing. Penasini and Blake in the centers. Why Brad Arthur have... Anyway... Dylan Brown and Moses are in this uh, 6 and 7. RCG and Wiramu Greg are the starting props with Josh Hodgson at 9. Bryce Cartwright and Ryan Madison start in the second row with Jermaine Hopgood at lock. The bench is Matt Dury, Brendan Hands, Jack Murchie, and Makahesi Makatoa. I uh, was reading through a couple of para fans' lovely comments about Bailey Simonson. Oh, no. I, I'm not sure he's a fan favourite. <laughs> Neither am I, mate. Poor fella. I'm not... Uh, yeah, I just... I'm not sure they're fan favourite. Uh, Wilmer we'll Greg that. starting at prop. I think I agree with that. Unless they were going to no, put Matto there. No one else has shown me anything that they should start over him. I think he's yeah. been their best bench forward. I think Dury's actually been really good, to be honest. I agree. That, Apart yeah, from that, they're unchanged. Uh, I still would have liked to have seen... Brad Arthur put Brendan Hands at 14 and not 15. That kind of gets on my nerves. I know it doesn't he did matter. The, he did the same with Jake Arthur. I know it doesn't matter. And Jake Arthur's playing 18th, so it looks like his prop runs are paying off. Can I ask, why is Dylan Brown not playing center and Jakey is in the halves? 
Yeah, because then you could shift. No, no, no. They need a strike center. Gotho is going to be playing center. True. True. So you're telling me they should have started off a Hickey Ogden at fullback this week. Yeah, just for a bit of strike. Yeah, a bit of strike. Old uh, 106 kilo, 192 centimeter prop. There's um, your strike. Obviously, the, obviously the main him, Imagine out. his kick returns. <laughs> Running from the back fence. Yeah. Uh, Get up, son. Obviously, Junior Paulo out with a high shot. A lot of people calling him a grub. I don't think people realise because he he jumped into the high tackle. Yeah, but I don't, it's heat of the moment. Look. I, I don't think a lot of people realise as well that there was like three guys trying to tackle him and swinging legs everywhere. He was just trying. He was just trying to jump over. Yeah, his blades. He wasn't going to monster. He's like 120 kilos. He's not going to step on them. Can you find me that video where you saw three guys swinging legs everywhere? <laughs> I'd really like to see it. Yeah, mate, I'll, I'll send you the website. I'll Thanks. get it up for you right now. Uh, what's your tip in this one? It's in my favourites. Interesting. <laughs> what's your tip in this one? Oh, you know what? Para, para could be up for this one. I've gone para. Look, this is this is a tough one for me because I, I feel like with the loss of Junior Paulo, Roosters will be there, but without oh, Manu. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. It's rough. Just... Who the nah? Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with the Roosters. I've gone para one to twelve. I'm going Roosters one to twelve. All right. I think I t- actually uh, do. I keep that uh, post-it note from last week. I think you you beat me in the tips, hey, because you tipped Melbourne. Otherwise, I think we all tips. Uh, mate, just so you guys know, I'm gonna full disclosure. I started a tipping comp that we're paying for. Out of, I'm lost. It's just for my mates. It's I'm not. Lost. It's not like we're putting it in. It's. It's not like we're just letting yeah. everyone. Everyone go in. There's 28 members. I'm lost. Tommy Lyons is sitting 28th. Your and I'm sitting 26th. <laughs> is Crawfy 68 in 27th? Yep. Yeah, that guy's a fraud, bro. He knows nothing. But I'm only five points off the lead. Yeah, it's early days, bro. Yeah. The, ca- the, the casuals don't have no clue. To start the round. Yeah. I was I was only two points off late. I was still in the twenty, so it's not that bad. I should have got the Titans tip. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I lost out on the South Manly one as well. Yeah, mate. And no, no, no. I t- remember in the pod I went. You know what? Newcastle upset here. Yeah. And I tipped Canberra on, yeah. on the tipping app. Oh, you tip you tip uh, Newcastle for our tips there. So I think you yeah tip like five. I was saying eight. I was saying Newcastle are, are, are going to get the upset in this one. And yeah. then I looked at the score. I was thinking, oh, I did got this dragons? one. Did you shoot? Did nah, you tip sharks? I tip sharks so thirteen plus. I tipped them one to twelve. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was thinking, oh, I got one here, and then I I went on the app to see how much I'd gain positions because I thought everyone would go Canberra, and I'm yeah. like, I tip Canberra. Yeah, it's rough. So, speaking of Canberra, Friday night, six o'clock, Canberra Raiders play host to the Penrith Panthers. I'll give you Canberra's team list as it as it is uh quite interesting. Are you looking at the halves? Jack Whiten's out. Yeah. Is he hurt? Who's oh he's suspended. suspended you, yeah, I was gonna be like, what the hell? Uh okay, so Seb Chris starts a fullback with Alba Hopawadi and Jordan Rapano on the wings. Wait. Kotrick is out. Is he injured though? Yep. Okay. Um Matthew Timoko and Harley Smith Shields are the centers again with Matt Frawley and Jamal, Fog- Jamal Fogarty at six and seven. 
Josh Papali'i and Joe Tarpany start as the forwards with Zach Wolford at nine. Hudson Young and Elliot Whitehead are the second row with Corey Hadawira and Naira at the 13. Tom Starling, Emre Gula, Pasami Solo and Corey Horsburgh, the big red, are the bench. For once... Oh, Emre Gula looks like... Hold on, hang on. I've just seen something on Penrith that we'll we'll come to later. Yeah, yeah, never mind. We'll we'll talk about it later. Don't don't get it yet. But I think for once, Ricky Stewart's actually named the team that I would have named. Yeah. Oh, my boy Tommy Jenkins is on the reserves. Let's go. He scored two tries. Let's go. Scored two tries on the weekend. But um, anyway, I'll go through the Panthers team. Luke Garner's out. Is he injured? Must be, bro. So is Liam Martin. Liam Martin is out. Okay, so Sony Luke is obviously out as well. Um, Sony Luke's position has gone to Tyrone Peachy. That is crazy. Lindsay Smith comes onto the bench uh, for the injured Garner. Zach Hosking starts with Scott Sorensen. Yep. Uh, Lindsay Smith had a very, very good game in New South Wales Cup. He just, just missed the... The cut on our cup standouts. But apart from that, they're unchanged. Dylan Edwards fullback. Taruva and Toto on the wings. Tago Crichton as the centers. Luai and Cleary halves. Leota Fisher-Harris start as the props. Kenny's the nine. Uh, Sorensen, Hosking second row with Yo at lock. Then Peachy, the utility. Lindsay Smith, Spencer Lenu, Jamin Salmon. I've got Penrith in this one. I've Penrith. One to 12, I think. I've Penrith 13 plus. Oh, is it is it actually a night game in it's Canberra? It's in Canberra. Yeah. I'm gonna go Penrith one to twelve. Nah, I'm still gonna get that M plus. Um, I'm glad to see Hopperwadi is still in there. Is this Rappin's yeah. first game back? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I don't see who else they'd put there unless they went Schiller. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. So. I'm expecting... Did Cod- you know Rappin had a made... hamstring injury. I think he's out for a few more weeks as well. Oh, okay. Did you know Rappin made his debut in 2008? Titans? Yeah. Yeah. 15 years. That's crazy. Yeah. Considering I wasn't a massive rugby league. Like, I started watching in 2008, but I was four years old. I wasn't a massive rugby league fan. I only really started to know Jordan Rappin. I was, like, 2016. Yeah. That kind of time. He was one of the best wings in the game. I didn't even know him before that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like Penrith 1-12 in this one. I don't know. I feel like Cold Nine Canberra. They could do... They could put in a bit of a shift. Uh, actually, I've just noted Whiten's not playing, actually. So, yeah, I'm going to go 13 plus. On to the South Melbourne game. Um, they're both unchanged. Oh. So, that's that's very interesting. That's a bit boring. Um, Jack Holworth is on the reserves, if that means anything. Blake Taff, 18th man. Obviously, he dropped out before the game yep. last week. He had a very he, he had a very good game. Before he played, let me get his stats up. Uh, Who's this? Blake Taff. Blake Taff. I'll go. Th- Actually, no. So CS have a few changes. Do they? Yeah, Jacob Host starting. Did he start last week? Yeah, he started. Okay, so Jacob Host is starting, um, and Harmsella is back. Oh, okay. Must have missed. Uh, I missed that obviously. But Taff had uh, two tries, a try assist, three line breaks, a line break assist, 141 meters gained from five eight. And Tom Eisenhuth is on the bench for Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, Wishart drops out, and Bronson Garlic is now the fourth. Wishart was. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So, so there is a bit to go through. Yeah, there is a little bit, actually. It's more to do with the benches, but there is. Yep. Ooh, I, I like it from Melbourne. I don't think Wishart's been quite up to scratch so far this season. I think Garlow's has been awesome, too. Yeah. They were trying to put him into more of a second row role, but obviously Harry Grant can play Eddie if he has to. Yep. Especially in a big game like this, I think he might. I'm um, really interested to watch... Um, Eli Katoa and Kalamatangi match. I can't believe we're talking about Eli Katoa in that, like, um, the same sentence as, like, some of these players. But yeah. he hasn't scored a try this year, and he has been He's insane. been insane. Another player I want to watch this game is Cameron Murray. I think he's been disappointing. For the last couple for, of games. For the yeah. last couple of games. He played a very good round one, and I super coach points chased him, and now I've sold him for yeah massive loss. So. Poor, poor bugger. But I, not too much to go through here. I think South went one to. Mm, I don't mind the storm in this one. I think South went one to twelve. I don't think the storm have been good enough, and there's not enough changes in this team for me to go. Yeah, they're going to beat South. Yeah, I'm probably with you in that aspect, especially South being at home at Acor. Yeah, I'll give it to South. Just I'm going one to twelve. Just, yeah, one to twelve. I think Melbourne have a uh, Melbourne have a little bit of confidence coming off that last week, but again, I don't think they were overly impressive. I think yep. the Tigers kind of shot themselves in the foot uh, a few times. Um, but yeah, I'll probably go South one to twelve in that one. So so far, I've tipped Parramatta to beat the Roosters one to twelve, Penrith to beat the Raiders thirteen plus, and South one to twelve against Melbourne. Fair enough. You've tipped the Roosters a beat para, and then we're the same, even by margins. I'll let you run through your Manly Seagulls, mate, as they take on the Newcastle Knights. Three o'clock, Saturday, mudgy game, the traditional round five for Manly. They uh, they never lose this one. Obviously, Tolu Kula is out. As I predicted, Morgan Harper comes into the centres. So, Tommy Turbo at fullback, Tui Pilotu and Garrick on the wings. Parker and Harper are the centres. Josh Schuster and Daly Cherry Evans are the Haas. Paseca and Jake are the props. Lachlan Croker comes straight back into the squad. A little bit surprised that um, Carl Lawton's been dropped out of the team completely. But um, regardless, we've got Hamole and Kelmer in the second row as Aloe Lock and the same bench as always. K.O. Weeks, Ben Trebojevic, Ethan Bullimore and Sean Kepi. Something that's interesting to me is Raymond comes onto the reserves. Uh, yep. I, I, honestly, I think he's just there in case he's needed because obviously Cooler's out and frees up a spot. I know, but Morgan Harper came in. So it could be something that he's been named, but uh, my my call was to put Tui Paludu into the centres, but I predicted Harper. But um, I think Manly, Manly will get it done anyway. Something I forgot to bring up in the Manly-South game, though. Yep. Ethan Bullimore off the bench has been very good this year. I've got to give him credit. Where was his... I had his stats written down here. He played 29 minutes. So he didn't come on for too long. Played 29 minutes in the middle. Had 118 metres and 55 post-contact metres. Far, yeah, yeah. That's a shift. Uh, for the Knights, Lockie Miller is at fullback. Kamal Hunt, Marju keep their spots. Gagai and Best in the centres. Gamble, Hastings, 6 and 7. Saifidi and Leo Thompson. So, Leo Thompson shifts back to prop this week. Jalen Bailey at 9. Tyson Frizzell and Lachlan Fitzgibbon are the second row with Jack Johns, who was one of our highlight cup he players. He was very good. Coming into lock. Phoenix Crossland, Jack Hetherington, Matt Croker and Brody Jones are on the bench. So, I think this might be Matt Croker's first game this year. 
Yeah, I think so. No, apparently he's played twice. <laughs> Radio. <laughs> I would have noticed him, but uh, Dom Young back on the reserves as well. Yeah. He obviously... I don't think he plays, though. I don't think he will either. He had a very good game in cup. He broke 12 tackles. Yeah. Pretty good. Ran for good metres. Scored a try. Um, not too much to go through here, I don't think. Um, don't call me biased, but I'm going to go Manly 13+. plus In this one against yeah. the Knights. Yeah. I'm with you. I think the Knights did really well last week, but again, it was against Canberra. who have been very poor to yep. start this year. I think the Knights' consistency is all off as well. Yeah. Mudgy obviously helps Manly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Knights too. Uh, not the Knights. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to go with Manly 13 yep. plus too. Um, I, I, a lot of people are talking about... A lot of Manly fans that I saw want to bench Trebojevic in the centres. Yeah, I saw that too. And I couldn't understand why. He's a second rower. Yeah. His defensive raids aren't good enough for center. Neither's Tui Paludu at all. Um, wing, that, that, that would have been killed. Yeah. Morgan Harper, apart from that one game where Talakai terrorized him, he, he's not a terrible defender. He just has that error in him every now and then. But Yeah. No, I'm with you. Morgan Harper was definitely the, the most realistic and probably sensible option. Yep, I'm right with you. So we're both mainly 13 plus. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to the Hello Sport Boys. Um, next game, 5.30, is the Dragons taking on the Dolphins in... Oh, no. Where is it? Wynn Stadium. Oh, that pains me to see. The Dragons. Um, I'll, I'll kick us off with the Dragons. Tyrell Sloan at fullback. <laughs> uh, just want to let you guys know the Dragons was 40 to 8 last week and are unchanged. Um, Jack DeBellin's on the reserves. Matt Fine, Michaeli Revalawa start in the wing. Moses Sully and Zach Lomax are the centers. Jaden Sullivan, Ben Hunt are the halves. Mm-hmm. Frank Molo, Blake Laurie, the front rowers. Moses Embi at nine. Ben Murdoch-Missilla, who I've been very impressed with yep. this year uh, in the second row along with Sua. And Jack Bird is at lock. Jacob Little is a utility. Sam Musgrove, Toby Couchman, and Josh Kerr is the interchange. Actually, maybe they're not. I think Jack DeBellon comes into this team off the bench. Y- yeah, I would hope so. Um, um, for the Dolphins, they've got a fair few changes. Outside of that, I'm actually crying at Aaron Woods and the outs list on his way to Manly. <laughs> Won't be travelling to Wynn Stadium with the team. Anyway, Sean O'Sullivan out for the Dolphins, replaced by Anthony Milford, which is what we predicted. Yep. Actually, no, we predicted Isaiah Katol, but that's because Katol was out last week. So, yep. And Bostock in for Tessie New, which we also predicted. Yep. And Jerry Marshall King makes his Back. return this week. Yep. So, um, we got we got Hammer at fullback, Bostock and Asaka on the wings. You and Aiken, Branko Lee in the centres. Katara and Milford are the halves. Jesse Bromwich, Herman SASA. Did he start last week? Um, I'll double check that for you. I thought Kenny started a prop. Yeah, he did. He did. Okay. So Jesse and Herman SASA earns himself the starting spot at prop. Jeremy Marshall King back into the team. That'll be a big in at nine. Kenny Bromwich and Lemuelu, who I've been really impressed with. Second row, Tom Gilbert at lock. The utilities, Mason Teague. He's actually named at 17. Uh, and then you got Ray Stone, Mark Nichols, and Jared Wallace. I want to ask... Far out. I want to ask a question. Um, Ray Stone played, like, a lot of nine for Para, and they have they haven't used him as a nine. No, I think they're, they're saying that he's got a bigger body. 
Yeah, kind but of just like chuck him in on at, that at the points that you have to use him at nine, even though they got JMK back now, so it doesn't matter. He play eighty. Like I would have probably preferred Ray Stone at nine just because he has played there before. Right. If you, if last year, you gave me a team that said Jared Wallace, Mark Nichols, and Ray Stoner on the bench, what team have I just made? I would have said a meme team. What? What did Jared Wallace do, bro? Jared Wallace. I don't know, bro. Just got through work last week, but apart from that, it's been impressive, actually. For me, he's thirty-two. That's crazy. I can't believe he couldn't buy a start at the Titans. He's 32. Not yet. 31 still. Oh, okay. It's going to be 32. Yeah, but that's crazy. I didn't think he was that old. Uh, that's not really old, but I didn't think he was that old in terms of league players. Um, I'm excited to watch Bostock. I don't think he'll retain a starting place, but it'll be exciting to watch him get a run in first grade. Nah, yeah, it will be. He had a, obviously a great trial match. So I think he'll be on the opposite edge though this this week. Yep. Um, but didn't bring Edric Lee back in. Says he's injured, but he's been playing cut for like three weeks now, so mm. he, he's yeah. not injured. But he's um, not. yeah, I like that. He's one of their their young up and coming players. Yep. Chuck him in. Great call, in my opinion. I'm gonna go Dolphins one to twelve. I'm gonna go Dragons one to twelve. I think. I uh, um well that win in it. Earth. Nah, I go Dolphins one to twelve. Yeah, I'm gonna go drag. Well, I hang on. I've just seen the Tigers. Anyway, um yeah. Oh no. <sighs> anyway, go, go on. Dragons one to twelve. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the Broncos versus the Tigers game this week. I'm looking straight at the Tigers to see why you're pissed off. Go to the interchange. Okay. And then go to 18th man. All right. Looking at the Broncos, they are unchanged. Yep, unchanged. Yep, Reese Walsh at fullback. Arthur's and Cobble on the wing. Staggs and Farmworth at the centers. Ezra Mam and Reynolds are the halves. Flagler and Payne Haas, the props. Billy Walters, nine. Capel and Jordan Ricky second row. Paddy Carrigan's the lock. Corey Pache on the interchange with Palacea, Jensen and Marty Tapia. Dean Mariners, 8th man. Ah, let's get another Tigers, shall we? Um, so, no change to the spine from last week. So, Adam Dewey, Brendan Wakeham, Luke Brooks, and Appy Coruscant are the 1679. Staines, Tupo are the wingers. Brent Naden and AJ Kapa'oa keep their centre spots. Stefano Utuikamanu and David Clemmer start up front. IPAP, Bateman, Pole, all the same. The bench. Jake Simpkin comes back in, which I'm not unhappy about. I like that. Alex Twall, workhorse. Matamua, I'm very happy he's in there because I feel like he's going to be big um, for this game. Stafford Toa. When you're carrying guys like Sean Boyle, Sean Boyle has been amazing for me. Yep. And Joe Fangioi also got through a good chunk of minutes in cup. <laughs> Why are we carrying a center on the bench? I'll tell you my theory. Yep. I think he starts and Kepal comes off the bench. You reckon? I don't think so. I think he starts in the centers because you can't, there's no other reason you carry Stafford on the bench. Uh, Joe played last week. Um, didn't have the best game in reserve. Grade. I, know, I, know, I know. But um, I don't understand dropping Bloor. Yeah, neither do I. I think he's been awesome. 
something I did want to say though. Western Suburbs Magpies fielded a team with Dane Laurie, Nofaluma, Offahengawi, and they and lost, lost to the North Sydney Bears. And not exactly say, the biggest, the, the greatest team. I'm just going to say, I think Nofaluma's played his last game for the Tigers. I would say so too. I don't think he will be playing again. Dane Laurie's obviously on the reserves here. A lot of change is still going to happen before that, that cutoff in round 13, 14, whatever it is. They'll still offload a lot of these players. I think so. I think um, getting a bit away from a team talk, Tiger's reluctance to extend Laurie kind of shows. I think he's on the way out. Yep, I think, I think so think too. I think they're going to throw a bag at someone in this offseason. Yeah, I don't think Dewey's the fullback. No. Long term. I would love to see us get George Williams and six yeah, Dewey's. We, we were talking Williams. about this as well. I think, I think I'll have a post because there's so many options. Oh, no. No, no, no mind. I'm thinking about Whiten. Yeah. But George Williams... Obviously, mates with Bateman, the close mates with Bateman on on and off the field. Um, Tigers have a ton of money they can throw at him, yep. especially if Luke Brooks walks. They've they've already got they already had one point five million or something to throw at Moses. So, if Brooks goes as well, they've definitely got uh, the money to give to Williams. And obviously, Williams played with Bateman at Canberra. Yeah. And in England, and I know yeah. Williams plays for Warrington. I, I I just think they need they need they do need a fullback, but they need a halfback as well. Yeah. I I don't think Brooks is a terrible footballer. I just don't think he's working at the Tigers, and I don't think. I think they need to change it up. I think both of them are failing each other, to be honest. But it, it needs it, there needs to be some sort of change up. I. Yeah. What's your tip? <laughs> And Broncos once twelve. I'm gonna tip it every week until I get it. Tigers one to twelve. Look, the Broncos are—they've uh, looked dodgy to me the last few weeks, especially against some teams that I expected them to smash. Tigers are a bogey team for them. Like I said before, Tigers have won their last four. Uh, actually, all time Broncos are twenty-one and nine against them, but in the last four, Tigers have won. Pretty easily, actually. Yeah. You only oh, you only play them once a year. So twenty twenty, you beat them forty eight nil, but presumably pretty bad that yeah. year. Forty two twenty four in twenty twenty one, and thirty two eighteen last year. So uh, I'm still going to tip Broncos just because first versus seven eight is hard to give seven eight for the yep. No, I the get game, it. but I get yeah. it. I get it, mate. But this this is where the Tigers turn their season around, mate. This is where it happens. I believe in magic. And I believe it happens at Suncorp. Magic round early, lads. Someday. Yeah. I hope the Tigers... Well, not not someday. Like, coming up, I hope the Tigers get a win against... I hope we just... Like, belt. a top ten. Yeah. It's not, not a long time. And then we can post. Like, if you do this every week, we can just post... Like, I'm... A, Tom called it. Uh, yeah. What a genius. Why is it, yeah, I'm going to tip it every week, bro. <laughs> Tigers 1-12 this week. Oh, that sounded like a fart. That was my hand on the table. Sure, um, mate. I can't do it again. Um, Sharks versus Warriors. I believe it's in Cronulla. Yes, it is. The Sharks are unchanged apart from Oregon. Kalfusi dropping out and Braden Trindle coming onto the reserves. Yep, not surprised by that at all. I actually expected Jack Williams to go... He is on the reserves anyway. ...to go out. Oh, okay. Instead of... Um, 
Oregon Kafusi, maybe Kafusi's carrying an injury. Apart from that, they're unchanged. They got um, oh, no, no, never mind. They got the Will Kennedy at fullback. Yeah. yeah, I saw something with the Warriors. Sione yeah. Katoa, Ronaldo Milotalo on the wing, Ramian and Talakai the centers, Matt Moylan at six, Nico Hines seven, Toby Rudolph and Brayden Hamlin Ueli. Uh, the props, Blake Braley is the nine. Britton Nakora and Teague Wilton are the second rowers. Dale Finucane at lock. Trindle is the utility named at 7A. And then they've got Karen McInnes, Royce Hunt, and Jack Williams. Indeed, they do. Okay. New Zealand Warriors have one change, and Tomato Martin is out, and Ronald Bachman is in. So it's Charles Nickel Clogstad at fullback, Edward Cossey and Marcelo Montoya are the wingers, Viliami Vailia and Adam Pompey are the centres. Ronald Volkman comes in at six, like I just said, uh, partnering Sean Johnson in the seven. AFB and Bunty Afoa start up front. Wade Egan is back. Uh, Jackson Ford and Marani Akore and Tohu Harris are the 11-13. Dylan Walker, Bailey Sirinan, Jazz Tavanga and Tom Ale are the bench. Um, Tomorrow Martin... Don't he, I don't know what happened. Carrying an injury? Must must be, because I can't see him getting dropped. Yeah, he's been good, so he hasn't been dropped. Well, Tanner Zilesniak, nowhere to be seen. Now that's either they've extended his injury or yep. he's just not being picked. I would say it's probably an injury. Yep. Thing this week. It's only yep. one week. We'll see next week what happens. Um, By the way, on my point, uh, just before when we were talking about the Sharks-Dragons game, and I said that we were talking about the Sharks didn't score many points, they're the only team to crack 100 points so far. So. Damn. Yeah. How many has Manly got? Oh, they only scored 12 last game. 77. Yeah. They've got, got one more game to be on the same amount of games as Sharks. Broncos, Might be able to do it. 99. Uh... Dolphins 96, Titans 90. Penrith have scored 44. Yeah. Penrith have scored 44. Yeah, low scoring games 12 against the Broncos. 10, 10 16, 16 against South. And then 16 against yes. South. Yeah. Last game of the round is the Bulldogs taking on the Cowboys. Now, if any of you guys remember uh, this matchup from last year, it was round one and it was an absolute bludger. Yeah, it finished like 6-4 or something, some garbage game. Um, anyway, so... For yeah, mate, 6-4. Was it? Yep. For, oh, eight, six. The, for the Bulldogs, uh, Hayes Perham... Again, gets an order fullback. So their backline's unchanged. Hayes Perham, Kiraz, Avrilo, Alamotti, Adakar, Birdo, Flanagan in the halves. Max King, Ryan Sutton are the props. Reed Marnie starts at nine. Uh, Viliami Kikian, Jacob Preston, Raymond Fatala, Mariner. Josh Reynolds is now on the bench at, in the 14. And Corey Riddell and Franklin Pele comes back in. And they're still carrying carrying Jade Knockenball. Tanner sobbed. Tanner is out. Ryan Absolute Tanner. snubbed. Jaden Tanner, not Ryan Tanner. Why don't oh. I say Jaden? Uh, uh, there's rumours Andrew Davey was supposed to be back this round as well, but obviously not from the head knock. Farmanu Brown out. Yeah, he's got a dislocated elbow. Ah, well, that, that, that'll explain that one. Um, not too much else to go over in the Bulldogs team, I don't think. No. Uh, the Cowboys run with the same lineup, except they will lose Jeremiah Nane to suspension. Therefore, Halem Luki comes in. Hiku and obviously, back. Hiku is back in, and Murray Talungi 
is out. Brendan Elliott replaces him in the number five jumper. Which we predicted again. Yep. Riley uh, Riley Price gets his debut and Mitchell Dunn comes onto the bench. Uh, Tamo is out injured and they've dropped... Uh, Shibasaki is out. Shibasaki got injured, but he was going to yeah. go for... Well, so who... Yeah, was Mitchell anyway. Dunn on the bench last week? No, Halem Luke is into the starting lineup. Yep. So they've uh, put Mitchell Dunn and Riley Price onto the bench. Halem Luke has been promoted and James Tamo has dropped out. Uh, the bench is... So the Cowboys team is Chester, Felt, Holmes, Hiku, Elliott, Dearden, Townsend, McLean, Neem, Robson, Hess, Luki, Tamalolo, Granville, Dunn, Tanoa Brown and Riley Price. I think I like the doggies. I've got I but before Tameless the name I had the doggies but I'm gonna go the doggies and I'm gonna know. do it right now. Just too much. I might actually go the doggies as well, yeah. You know? I'm uh, not very confident in Cowboys at all at the moment. I don't know. No nana no, either, no. yeah. You know what? I might go doggies one to twelve. Yeah? Yep. Tip the upset right here. Calling it, it, r- calling it Look right at this. now. <laughs> Tiger's 2%. Who's with me, lads? Dragon is 19%. Let's try it. Actually, I'm going to tip Broncos. I got to. Um, power by four. Oh, I'm tempted with that. Melbourne. I'm tempted with that too. All right, I'm good. I'm um, done. Obviously, Titans have the bye this week, as we mentioned before. I just wanted to say, your boy, you remember Thomas McKayley? Yeah, he's just so with the Titans. Yeah. That's a great pickup, actually, because I From think... From Super League, he's think, playing yeah. really. He's playing decent footy over there. Yeah. I always thought he was good. I just, yeah, didn't... He's a Queensland under-19s representative. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. This Tigers guy just tweeted, watching against the Storm, I definitely thought Blore and Seifarth cost us that game. I hope Sheens drops them and has a hooker and a winger on the bench next week. <laughs> well done, Tim. That'll fix us. <laughs> Genius. Hey, trust me, either Joe comes onto the bench for Stafford or... So this guy is saying... Yeah. Stafford starts in the centres and Kepa Ola is on the bench. So this guy is saying it, it, it's a bit like Bateman to 13, Kepa Ola back row, Stafford to centre. That could work. But I think realistically, that's what, almost what I'd do. But realistically, I think it'll just be Stafford swaps with. I think the whole Kepa. thing could change. We'll see. We'll see, won't we? Oh, I just want to keep looking through Tiger's Twitter for a bit. Oh, here we go. Despite speculation he may be dropped, Luke Brooks has been named a halfback for Broncos game. Let's he was look. never going to be Let's dropped. have a look at the thread. Zero speculation. We all knew he wouldn't be dropped. Let's be real. Yeah. And it's because West Tigers are the dumbest club ever. Um, yeah. I don't know. You're right, bro. Falling asleep. Yeah, bro. Luke Brooks, definitely a fan favorite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, got not much else to say, bro. I mean, Tigers Twitter, you're, you got, you, I love you guys. Thanks. You guys really make me, you cheer me up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this Tigers fan just tweeted all these photos look I thought about committing suicide hiding behind a chair <laughs> nothing <laughs> if I say what I think I'll be suspended six months ah oh, it's rough boys it's alright we'll get this win anyway um call on it now Tigers will get that win you reckon? no yeah cool thanks I'm saying you're calling it oh yeah I've called it 
I've tipped the Broncos just uh, on our tipping comp though, because you know you can't run that risk every week, lads. <laughs> anyway, I'll uh, probably come back on uh, next Tuesday and just talk about how the Tigers got pumped again. So I can't wait. And uh, then tip them the next week. Well, of course, I keep running it back until I get it. Easter Monday, that's my special. Easter Monday will be power. Okay. <clears throat> Easter Monday will be power. I want it. All right, lads. Um, appreciate you guys tuning in again. I know we waffle so much towards the end of the pod, but make sure you guys check out Insta, um, Strictly Footy Pod, Apple, Spotify, wherever you guys stream. Um, make sure you go check us out. Make sure you follow, push noties, everything, so you guys can stay up to date whenever we uh, upload new content. We haven't been active uh, the past couple of days, not much with the posting side of it. So, again, we apologize for that. Just just busy with other stuff in life, you know. Um but we're trying to get more consistent with our content, trying to get more consistent in, you know, um, talking to you guys, getting in touch with you guys, um, being active with you guys and hearing your thoughts and stuff like we always ask for. So, yeah, we thank you so much for your guys' engagement. Um, you know, we really happy with where we are at the moment. Um, and, yeah, just we just ask that you guys can keep sharing us around, keep liking, keep doing everything you guys are doing because it's really helping us our yep. whole way. Yep. Of course, man. As always, stay blessed, boys. Um, Saturday pod should actually be out this week. It was out this week. I did it. Yeah, I know, but like, we missed the Saturday pod before yeah. that. No, so. that's rough. Yeah. yeah, it's all right, boys. Come on. The Saturday pod will be out I, this I'm week. Sorry I can to confirm our listener, right now. I'm sorry to our listener in Brussels that we did not drop it, boys. I'm sorry, okay? I Mate, they waited up till 4 a.m. to know. listen to our podcast. It never came. Have we disappointed him? I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Think, about the, Think about the boys. Think about the boys in Tehran and yeah, Brussels my, and my Baghdad. Bad yeah. Yeah, that was my fault. All right, that's on me. <laughs> Tiger starting plus this week, lads. Book it.